Hello and welcome to episode 134 of Nolo Time. My name is Obed Velez and with me is Justice League Dowd, Mr. Julian. What's good, Obed? I'm glad you noticed. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't let this episode slide. This is the one it's pretty where obvious. I get to wear all my Justice League stuff and talk about it. You guys are probably thinking like, man, I've never seen Joel so excited for a DC property. I've got lots to talk about, so I look forward to getting into it. Definitely tons of DC news, uh, both exciting and uh, some drama as yep. well, dude. Uh, but what's up, man? What you been up to? Yeah, life's pretty good on this side, man. Uh, you know, here in Florida, we're starting to see things phasely, having a phased openings. Um, so we'll see how that that goes. Uh, you know, we're trying to trying to be cautious about all of that, but still. Uh, continue to get some fresh air when when i can uh with that being said uh i was able to jump on and, and catch on monday the brand new episode since i've subscribed to this thing uh the dc universe uh, online they, they publish a new star girl series um that's now brought on online there i honestly had very low expectations going into it i was uh i've been communicating with a few different people that i know that also have the subscription and, and most people same sentiment of like, we'll see, you know, don't really know what to expect here. Cause it's star girl and it's not something that many people were super hyped about, but I will say after watching it, um, it's actually quite promising. Um, but that's, that's, what's pretty good about this, this online platform is that they give you different flavors. So like, the only thing that I can say that I've watched that I've genuinely been entertained by is Swamp Thing. I've said this last like four weeks. Yeah. But like, you know, the, but like, you know, there's still something for everyone, right? Like there's still like if you're if you're big into, you know, um, into the more like, you know, comedy that's that's a little bit um, a little dry comedy. You know, you got some of that uh, Doom, Doom Patrol series. Uh, which, eh, you know, not not feeling it as much as I thought I would. But uh, oh, interesting. I can see the appeal for some people. It's not, you know, it, 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 it's it's just the style. It's really what it is for me. Yeah, um, a lot of people really like it. Same, a lot of like, people really liked it. Alan mm-hmm. Tudyk's great. I mean, that's that's like no surprise there. Yeah, Brendan Fraser's there too, right? Yeah, he's his character's weird. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. It's it's a weird character that they they made him they made him pull off. But I mean, he he, he does it. Um, does it. Cool. He does it. So I mean, and, and the visual effects is is much better on that one. Um, but like Star Girl, so so watching Star Girl, you know, you can tell that they they didn't put much money into the visual effects again. <laughs> um, and it's it's pretty funny straight off the bat because you know you've got this amazing sequence. I don't want to spoil much, but with the uh, the Justice Society of America with like this massive sequence going on. And I'm just looking at the colors and the effects and the explosions, and the fake fire. And it, that's something that's a personal pet peeve okay. of mine is fake fire. Um, I understand there is mul- generally speaking, you know, it's, it's not, it's most things have fake fire, right? Like that's, I get it. Right. But I think there's um, opportunities to sometimes kind of blend the fake and the real together, if you know what I mean. Um, right. And, and uh, so like, like if I watch, you know, some original films and I see that they, you know, just, you know, let the, let the ground on fire and have little fire on actors. I love it. Right. I love that. But when you start getting those massive explosions of fake fire, it gets to me. So that's just a rant on that. But, uh, but yeah, that was, it wasn't too crazy on visual effects, but they had Solomon Grundy um, show up in, in, in early on in the show. And I was like, Oh man, I've seen Grundy live, but they use the, <laughs> the pitch black of the night. To not let you see him that oh, well, like oh, no. you're hiding him because he probably doesn't look that good right now. Oh, but uh, but yeah, there was, there was a movie that that did that, like one of the earlier uh, comic book movies. I can't remember which one it was. <laughs> that I was like, man, it's like you could you could barely see. I don't mean, know. Oh, there's there's too much of Catwoman on that one. <laughs> so bad. Um, it may. Oh, you know what? It may. It's probably. It maybe because they were they were afraid. It was the uh, first Godzilla. Oh, I could see that. That it's being, yeah. it's so dark and you can barely see Godzilla and it's yeah 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 yeah. That's a classic trope. I mean, there's some some that yeah. get it right like they do it and it's like it fits yeah. the mood. And it's they, weird because Godzilla right. looked good. Like like it actually yeah. legit looked great. Yeah, and but it's it's interesting that they did that. 
Um, but yeah, it's, it's you're right. It's it's kind of like a like a trope of like a bad CG. It's like if it's bad, we'll just put it in the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's 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 great. But I mean, like watching watching the series, it ha- it does feel like it's something that easily could have been on CW, um, and it's something that has like a CW slash Disney Channel ish vibe to it. Um, just and I don't, I'm not saying that just because the actress is like super young and it's like a high schooler and whatever in her story, but like it does have a little bit of of this just the feel to it. Um, it kind of on part Flash, like how it's kind of like very like okay. like hat tries to be a little fr- family, you know, ish <laughs> like in that that style. Um, but but uh, looking forward to seeing how it progresses. If it gets better, if it gets worse, if it stays the same. I'll find cool. out. They're releasing it week to week, so Monday we'll find a new one of that, and uh, we'll find out what 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 continues on with the next adventure of Star Girl. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, um, I got a few things on the gaming side that I want to talk about. Um, I really haven't watched anything now. Now that I can think of it, it's like uh, now that I can think of, it's been a uh, it's been pretty much gaming. Um, so I finished Final Fantasy VII. <clears throat> I sent you a message on that. Yes, you did. Um, I'm not going to go into spoilers. I really just want to say a couple of things. Because the, the title of this game is... Okay. <laughs> so the title is not what you think it means. And, and we'll just leave it at that on, on that end. Um, maybe maybe you're reading it wrong. Maybe you're reading the title wrong, because it's it's not it's not re- it's not remake. It's remake. If okay, I think I see where you're going. Okay, okay, okay. It's very good. <laughs> it's very <laughs> freaking good, Joe. I'm glad you got it. It is. Uh, it is, it is incredible. Like that last, um, the last entire, the, the last two chapters of that game are absolutely incredible, dude. And it's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Um, definitely, definitely, uh, one of the better games that I played this gen. Uh, just because of that, uh, just the, the again the storytelling, and it, it, it it's funny because I did the same thing. The same thing happened to Death Stranding, right? Is Death Stranding was like an eight to me, but then the ending made it a nine. Uh, this one was already you know eight point five. Uh, that you know the, the the that last sequence and uh, everything that goes on and where this is going, where the series is going, it's it's probably a 10 for me like i gotta um, you know i gotta say it wow um, because the the storytelling is fantastic production values are through the roof everything is voice acted so much attention to detail um it, it feels like it feels like a world that that's that's leave you know people leave live in that world and it's it's just the way that it's done it's just fantastic it's an absolutely fantastic experience so highly recommend it if you're a final fantasy fan uh, Final Fantasy VII fan, you will definitely enjoy it. Um, the, you know, and if you're, you know, a, a, an RPG fan overall, uh, you'll definitely enjoy it as well. Um, the the last thing that I want to say is that this game is to Advent Children what Clone Wars is to Revenge of the Sith. Jeez. Wow. So that heavy? Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yes. you know how I feel about that. Uh no, yeah. We both wow. feel about it. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. 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 But we got Revenge of the Sith, which was, you know, definitely a, a, a good movie and a good right. product, but Clone Wars just made it so much better. Yeah. Uh um Evan Children, on the other hand, it had problems for sure, right? Uh there's definitely problems with the narrative, uh, to get an actual idea of what the heck's going on in that game uh, on that in that movie i'm sorry um you have to watch the complete version which is like two hours and 10 minutes instead of the hour and 40 minute uh cut so so this game I, I'm, I'm gonna leave it there 
I'm gonna leave it there. Play, play the, play the game. Play, play, play the game. Uh, the other game I played, Joel, because um, I mentioned that I had that uh, Game Pass trial, yeah. is the original Gears of War. It's a, a staple of Xbox uh, gaming. Uh, which, by the way, we have some interestingly weird news <laughs> about Gears of War. Um, but I never played the game right, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna give this thing a try and see what's what uh, what Xbox's one of one of Xbox's premier franchises have to offer. Um, this game is testosterone, the video game, dude. <laughs> it's it's for the bros. It's so bro, dude. <laughs> it is it is ridiculous. Like I was playing it. I was like, this is so stupid. <laughs> I was like, this is so stupid. Don't get me wrong. It's actually pretty good. It's a pretty good game sure. with good mechanics. Uh, it runs well on my PC. And, you know, I'm actually having fun. It's challenging. It's cool. You know, it's it, it's just fun, right? Um, a little clunky at times. It's not perfect. Uh, you know, it, it has some, some uh, uh, you know, a little bit of, of jank to it. But uh, but it's like, dude, still steering the video game. is like, right, yeah, we're going to go and kick gazillion chassis and do this thing. And you get your chainsaw gone and, and you, you, you know, gigantic, like macho uh, weapon that you have in that game. And you start shooting the locusts and, and you do the melee attack. It goes like, let's, let's cut them in half. It's ridiculous, dude. And the characters, like the art design is so stupid. <laughs> it's oh. So that yeah, like our design on this game is like I don't want to say non-existent, but it's 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 low for my standards, right? It's like uh, I'm an art design kind of guy, and and this game is like it's not it's the the character models look dumb, and they're like like those big muscles and those big legs they have. It's it's really stupid. I know that five they really changed the art design. Um, and, and, and it is a little bit more appealing. Uh, I think four uh, had some changes as well, but uh, but five definitely uh, distinguishes itself by being uh, quite different when when it comes to the art design. But this one is like, it's like we're gonna go ahead and blow this thing up. <laughs> Come on, boys, let's do this thing. Is it? Yeah, it is testosterone in a video game. It's good. It's fun. You know, it's a uh, it's hectic, and like I said, it's a uh, it's a fun time, but it's, it's like it's, it's a, like the story. If you're playing it for the story, you're playing it wrong because it's like yeah, really yeah, no, stupid. It's for the experience. Yeah. It's just for the, yeah, the craziness. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I can't find anything on the PlayStation side that I can really compare it to because it's like it, it's it really is its, its own thing, right? It's it's really interesting. Um, but uh, I'll I'll see it through. I'll play it. Hopefully, I can play it before my my trial's over. Although, I mean the. Uh, uh, Game Pass for a PC, it's only uh, you know five bucks a month, I think. So I can, you know, cut here and there and uh, and probably make it happen because it's uh, you know, it's a good value for the for five bucks a month. It's probably worth it. So um, you know, at least get some games. Uh, when I'm when I'm done with, with this one, if I still have Game Pass, I I really want to check uh, the the Master Chief collections on on Game Pass, and I never play Halo, so I I I would definitely like to give that one a try. Um, other than that, man, I did. So I took my PC on Saturday, and I and I uh, basically did a full teardown. So I, I tore it down completely, and I and I built it back up because uh, I got a new cooler. Uh, I mentioned the CPU cooler; I wasn't happy with it, so I've actually got a new cooler, and it's it's great. But I had to basically do a full teardown. I was missing a few things that I didn't put it on the on the case. I got new fans, all new fans. Um, you know, and, uh, and, and, and super quiet now. It's like, you can't, you can't even hear it before. It was just a, you know, uh, an orchestra sadness or there. It's awful, but now it's, it's super quiet. Uh, definitely, um, those Corsair fans that I got are the, uh, the magnetic, the magnetic, uh, magnetic, uh, levitation ones. Um, they're pretty expensive. They're like, I think it's like 30 for a pack of two. Or no, no, it's more than that. It's like forty-five for a pack of two, 
Um, I was actually able to buy four on eBay for 35 bucks. Um, well worth it. They, they are quiet and, uh, and you know, my case has enough uh, ventilation now. So I'm, uh, I think I'm just going to leave the, the, the rig as it is right now. And uh, we'll keep adding for sure, but hopefully I don't spend too much money on it because the wife's already not too excited <laughs> about me getting package, random packages. Like, what is uh, this? Like, okay, honey, well, it's gonna be the last one, I swear. No, so yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um uh speaking of uh, love-hate relationships, Joel, um we had a, a, a bit of news about Batwoman on the oh, CW. Man. Um and apparently there's a bunch of drama happening and, uh, you know, a bunch of people's like, Oh, it's like in shambles and, and all this stuff. And did Ruby Rose get fired? What happened? Apparently she just straight up quit. It's like, you guys don't know how to work and you take too much time in production. So I'm leaving. Basically that's, uh, that's what came out today. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, speculation was that initially was that she was fired. Uh, and then it was like, no, like, like she quit cause she wasn't happy with the show. And then today uh, it came out that she quit because there was, you know, the uh, production schedule was just not working for mm -hmm. her. And, and she left the show, uh, very troubled show. Um, you know, ratings have plummeted. It's, it's been, uh, an interesting ride. I thought that show was going to definitely do a lot better, but, uh, go ahead, Joel, see if you got more info on that. Yeah, sure. So it's a weird one. Like you said, um, uh, I, I remember, I, I want to say it was, Tuesday when this news broke um, that, you know, I I'm literally just, you know, going about my day and randomly see this alert that Ruby Rose has dropped out as a lead, uh, uh, you know, as Batwoman. I'm like, what is this? Like, why? It doesn't make sense because if you, if you know that uh, I believe it was the week prior last week, if I'm not mistaken, if that was even further, maybe even earlier than that, but uh, there was news that the next crossover that CW was working on for the Arrowverse without Arrow, uh, it was going to be uh, Superman, the new Superman uh, uh, series that they're having with Batwoman. And it was going to be them coming together and forming a, 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 a crossover event between the two of them. Which, which by the way, uh, Tyler Hecklin that plays yes. Superman. Yeah. He, he plays Sephiroth in Final Fantasy. <laughs> So it all comes back. It, it all comes back. Oh, it's great. Um, yep, yep. Uh, did a good job. Did a, did a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's a good actor. I've seen him in, in, yep. in a couple other movies and stuff. He's he's pretty good. I have to be honest. It's visually weird, like as Superman when he stands next to like guys that are bigger than him. If you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But like like as a guy, he's an actor. No, he's fine. Um. But but yeah, that was the idea. Was you're gonna have Batwoman and Superman side by side and then bring together some other people, but they were going to be the leads for the next crossover event, kind of going into the new phase that, that DC is going into now without ARL being on in, in, their, in the world. And uh, that was a big, big news breaker for the TV side of what their direction was. And, and then it piqued my interest. Um, and then of course, then I get this, this news out where she just dropped out. I'm like, wait, what's going on here? So most people had speculated at first that it was because of her injury that she got on set. She got very badly injured on set to the point that she, there was actually um, belief that she was at risk of being paralyzed. Really? Like she had to literally have, um, they had to stop <clears throat> filming and have emergency surgery um, for uh -huh. her. Yeah, it was that bad. So um, people thought that's why she dropped out. Like, hey, season's done with, you know, all this stuff. Like, I nearly, like, wrecked my life. That's it. But... I mean, that seems to me like that would be already be grounds for you to, to, to say like, hey, I'm not coming back. But but then when you add to it the news that came in today about, well, the production schedule is just a mess, taking way too much time. She's always been um, background characters. I hate to word it that way, but she's been in a lot of different projects as a background character. And yeah. so um, as as people might think that, oh, she has time for, for Batwoman. She actually is involved in a lot of projects. So having a, a crazy schedule like that actually costs, can cost an actress like her opportunity. Um, it's interesting that um, from a sense of representation and, and, and so on, that you would drop that opportunity. I mean, you're talking about being Batwoman. This is not a small character. 
Um, so to drop out of it, to me, I don't think it can just be because of bad, bad scheduling. I think she's like, look, that's my ultimate reason, but I, I feel like she knows something's up. I mean, we all know something's up just from the outside watching where we're like, the ratings is not good. The content's not good. Um, so she might have jumped out while she's like, well, I still, well, you know, while the show still exists. So it looks like I left before yeah. it's a mess versus <laughs> going down with the ship. Right. Um, I think, I think that to me is what I feel just by looking at all things involved. Um, but a strange nonetheless, they're still saying they're committed to, to continue the same character. In other words, they're going to bring another actress in and she's going to pick up the same storyline. Yeah. It's not going to be a reset or anything, which is super nope. weird. It's going to be a recast, a recast of the main character. That's a uh, uh, man. I'm, I'm trying to think uh, on a show other than fresh friends. Oh where, yeah. Where you, <laughs> <laughs> but you switch and vivian from one mm. season to the other and she was basically the main character of the show yes she was um uh, it, it's uh <laughs> it, there probably hasn't been a, a casting change like this and uh since the french prince of baylor so that's that's right true it's uh it's very <laughs> very interesting um i saw that there's a um uh an actress that i think she's on um, on a comedy show, I can't she remember. Put, yes, she, yes. Yeah. There's um, is it Brooklyn Nine Nine or something? Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that she yeah. threw her her name into the ring. She like, photoshopped she like, her be. her face in the mask, and it's like, hey, yo, I'm like, I'm interested. I'll do it. So, uh, yeah, hey. whatever. If if, if if she fits the, you know, the the character, yeah, yeah, sure, why not? Um. Yeah. But the sentiment you mentioned it to me, Obed. The sentiment <laughs> seems to be consistent of maybe the show will be better now that this actress is gone. And I, I, I hate to 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 be that way because yeah. I just didn't think in general. I don't think the show was bad just because of her. I just think in general the show just wasn't that good. Um, but but I don't think necessarily her character was the strongest either. I know, I know what I saw in the crossover event. I think you saw too, Obed. Like. She wasn't that bad in that event. I thought that was actually wasn't wasn't that bad, but some people have said that like in like that crossover was some of the best acting they had seen from her. And when she was with the other showrunner, yeah. it wasn't as good. So I, I don't know, man. I think I think it's there's a lot of a lot of messy parts. It is, yeah. It's uh, it's messy, definitely. What's going on there? It's it's it has a tail, it, and we're probably never never know exactly what happened, uh, but. I mean, it's uh, it's it's interesting. Uh, yeah, for the main character of the show to be recast like that. Um, that this show's still not on uh, Netflix, right? It's not anywhere. No, no, no one. Okay, I'll probably I'll probably catch it when it, if it goes to Netflix, <laughs> and and just uh, I don't know. I guess I'll torture myself with it if if <laughs> three episodes, man. You know, I got my three episode rule. I didn't three get past three. Rule. Man, um. On some lighter DC news, Joe, um, you were representing today. Um, I, I want to start with what, who, who was the journalist that said this thing doesn't exist? Stop asking for it. Was it someone in like the Hollywood Reporter? Or yeah. Some big journalist is like, I know what's up. This is not real. You guys stop it. So, that dude must feel pretty stupid right now. <laughs> He's probably trying to like, like make up something where like, I didn't really mean it like that. I knew that it was, it was going on, but I couldn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, the Snyder cut of the justice league is happening. Uh, 2021. No, it's at exact date yet. Uh, it is going straight to HBO max, which we've, uh, we've talked about it uh, in the past that that's, you know, a, a big possibility there, but it, it's official. It's happening. Um, they basically released uh, uh, all the all the Justice League posters in black and white. Uh, it's, yeah, Joe. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited. I know this thing's gonna come out on Blu-ray anyway. Uh, I don't. I know that this thing is not gonna be uh, an HBO Max exclusive. It's probably gonna be for like three months. Uh, I'll I'll get HBO Max and watch it because it's like there's there's no there, there's things that there's no that, I mean there's no going around it right it's, it's, it's free like trials right 
Yeah. Now there's free trials. There's month to month. There's these right. things, right? You can there's coupons, You'll whatever. Watch it. Yeah. I mean, there's things that that you can't go. Yeah. There's no way you can go around. Um, <clears throat> I am very happy that um, Warner slash um, AT and T slash you know HBO whatever uh, are giving uh, Zack Snyder the opportunity to um, actually put his uh, his original vision out there um, because we all knew that the movie was finished uh, and when uh, when you know or, or unfortunate tra- tragedy that uh, uh, Zack Snyder went through and and Joss Whedon took over we know that that's when the problem started the the reshoot the color changes the all these things that uh the filters and all these things that were different right uh once uh we didn't took over it was obvious that that he was changing the movie uh you know massive reshoots they basically reshot the entire movie again um i was talking to my wife about this if i thought i was talking, i was mentioning this to my wife a few weeks ago when we were watching justice league a couple of weeks ago Nice. Um, <clears throat> I mentioned it to her. It's like, well, allegedly there's a you know a cut a cut of the movie made by the original director who directed you know uh, Batman v Superman. That's like a completely different movie. Uh, she was like, oh, interesting. And so, uh, I I am very happy for Zack Snyder right now. Um, we we and we've criticized him. Uh, we've been, you know, uh, we've been critical of his work, his past work, uh, his his work with you know the the, the DC universe, um, but but I, I'm happy that he's he's giving the opportunity that that he didn't have, um, and and I'm happy that the fans were as persistent as they were with this. And uh, take note, Lucasfilm. So uh, yeah. Take note of that. That's all I gotta say. Happy fortieth anniversary, Empire Strikes Back. I love you, um, Joe. I mean, take it. I got lots to say here, man. I'm wearing. For those of you that are watching the video <laughs> version, you see me wearing my Justice League swag. I got a Justice League cap and a Justice League shirt that I got from New York Comic Con when they were doing activations for it. They gave these out for free. Um, custom shirts but yeah it, it, um you know man like the whole thing of it going hbo max makes perfect sense uh i had just what was it the day before or a couple days before this this was publicly announced i had sent you a message saying hey i think it's happening um this specific reporter that's like oh, like a hundred percent like if he says something it's typically going to happen or if it doesn't happen it, it was going to happen in something else happen to change it otherwise um and uh so yeah i, I had a feeling it was gonna happen and this guy put together um umberto um, uh, uh, gonzalez from uh, the rap and heroic hollywood um he put together an entire video going through all the stuff he had heard all the stuff that he knew it's articles while well, really good stuff i recommend you guys read and watch it if you can't like 10 minutes long or whatever but uh essentially what he describes is that there was in the first quarter of the year, they, they had learned uh, he learned that there was screenings done for uh, for this thing and that, uh, you know, that the screenings were um, was for Warner Brothers executives and that Warner Brothers executives and DC executives were both there to screen it. And they had high praise for the movie after they saw his his cut of it. Now his cut of it does not have finished visual effects, has all this, the stuff you see in his Vero account, whatever. That's <clears throat> like literally like cartoon sketches of scenes. Like we're yep. talking super storyboards, storyboard, yeah. super rough stuff, but yep. the idea and stuff behind it, like interests them enough that they actually liked it. Um, and we're talking about things where, uh, where allegedly um, dark seed plays a much bigger role. We see young dark seed in the movie, uh, we see um, the original uh, uh, version of, uh, of uh, this dude. Yeah, Steppenwolf, um, which was completely different from uh, from the version that we actually got. So, um, yeah, 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 no, no, it's I, I'm with you. It's um, it's pretty wild. Like they they also um, talked about uh, Green Lantern and um, Green Lantern. So <laughs> allegedly 
a lantern was in was going to be the movie, and we're not talking about the one that you see in that sequence where like you know all these the the past um, you know heroes kind of stopped Darkseed first time from getting the mother boxes, but we're talking about another whole sequence where in the end battle another just the uh, Green Lantern member was going to show up. Some people had said it was going to be Kilolog. Some people was going to say it was going to be uh, some of the other uh, different Lantern uh, member, but it was going to be a, a Green Lantern character was going to show up in there. Um, gosh, the list goes on and on. I've got all this stuff in front of me here. There's is a crazy amount of stuff he had, you know, he had set up that was going to go directly into the sequel. Um, Wonder Woman supposed to kill uh, Dar- uh, um, Seven Wolf in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, by beheading him, it was not going to be that he was taken on by his own parody and stuff. So it was so silly. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, I'm not afraid. <laughs> but yes, I am I though. <laughs> and that visual effects wasn't wasn't done either. But that's another thing comes back to is the visual yeah. effects discussion. So apparently, uh, apparently uh, there, there's <laughs> love that YouTube video. Joe loves <laughs> Joe loves the super slide. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool. Uh, they, they are spending 20 to $30 million on bringing back the original VFX crew, the, the post-production crew for wow. Justice League. And they're spending 20 to $30 million to finish this movie. Wow. Which is why it's going to be coming out in 2021. Because that was the first thing when I saw it, like coming to HBO Max 2021. I was like, well, hold on a second. That's a lot of time. When they just drop it as the raw effects, as it yeah. is, they actually are completely yeah. finishing this movie and they're putting a lot of money, 20, 30 million. So that's where your your argument, Obed, is, is extremely valid of like at some point it probably will go to a Blu-ray. Because at first my thought was if you drop it super oh, yeah. raw, like as raw as it is, like you, you just had literally storyboards and that kind of stuff shown in there. Which People they are going to be like, what the heck is this crap? Yeah. Right. But like they could have done that for HBO Max just to get the hardcore guys to subscribe or whatever and like not spend any money and not lose any money off it. Right. Just dropping it, making a very small deal with the director, that kind of thing. When you are putting money like this involved and you're, you're really promoting it this way. You're expecting to get the hardcore guys, get them to buzz about it, get other people then to have to get interested in it and um, and actually make a good product. That means they actually believe in it. And when you start doing that, that's when the discussion goes even further where now people are saying, so what happens if like this thing is like loved? Like, does this become like, because I've argued- It's Snyder back, right? It's Snyder back because yeah. like, that's what happened like Pacific Rim, right? Like Pacific Rim, the first movie did, did not do great in theaters, but then like DVD, Blu-ray just went crazy because people were like, we like the same thing. So it forced them to come back and make another movie, right? Yeah. So is that a, a possibility for Zack Snyder? Could Snyder be back should this movie do well? I think they're looking at this probably as one thing at a time, which is the right way to approach it. Like, let's just see what's not due there. But, I, I mean, I don't think it's too soon to say there's a chance that this guy, and there's always a chance, but there really is a, a, an actual um, feasible, tangible chance that this man comes back because once he starts making money for them, HBO Max starts to get subscribers, and then like you to your point, Obed, they'll probably end up selling it. And if people really start praising it, critic, I'm sure there'll be critic reviews on this version as well. Separate, I mean, dude, this is this could be big because he had a five movie arc, right? He had Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman. Justice League, and then there was two other Justice League movies he was still working on to be done. Yep. Second Justice League movie was supposed to have Darkseid come in and actually beat the Justice League. They were gonna, the league was going to lose. And then they are going to have then, their endgame. And then they were going to have the endgame. You were going to see that, that the Earth became Apocalypse. The same vision that Batman had in Batman vs. Superman was mm-hmm. going to actually happen. You were going to be living in that that vision that he had, that nightmare he had, was going to become a reality. And there was going to be a Superman without hope because Lois Lane was going to be one of the people that was actually taken and, and gone and disappeared. And like, like we've saw like a, a very, uh, you know, angry Superman before, but not like a hopeless Superman. And that was yeah. going to be like a really dark route to go. This guy's, this guy goes heavy. Snyder goes heavy on his stories. Yeah. And uh, man, I mean, at this point, basically what I'm saying is if they do bring them back, that's two movies that they could finish out. And I, I don't know this, but I really get the strong inclination inclination that every single one of those actors would come back if Snyder was back. I think including Ben Affleck as Batman, 
And I know that would be super weird to have two Batmans at the same time, even if they are different iterations. I could actually see that being a possibility if the money and, and the story works. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see where it goes in the, you know, whatever, whatever comes out of it in the, in the future. I know that, you know, DC is doing their, their own thing. They're, they're basically, they split the, the universe into multiple movies. Um, we know Wonder Woman still, uh, the new movie still takes place in this universe. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just happy that, that, you know, that uh that Snyder's gonna get his chance and you know movie came out i didn't realize this movie came out back in 2017 dude it's like no three years man i'm freaking flies bro yeah um cavill's been talking about coming back recently as superman yeah um, yeah, he's, yeah he's been talking i don't about doubt it, it. like open. like i can't like because i know that ben affleck is probably not gonna be back right but uh but Snyder can do like a man of still two after this like they yeah. can probably go and and he can do his his you know, Superman thing. Dude, I, I, I'm not trying to get too hyper speculate much, <laughs> but I really have a feeling that this thing was planned to be announced at Comic-Con and there might have been more attached to it with a bigger yeah. DC slate. Yeah, I feel yeah. like Snyder was going to come out and light the place on fire probably and they were going to like have tons of announcements and everything's on hold. The world's on hold at this point. So Yeah, basically. Maybe more plans will come out come 2021 when this movie drops. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. It's uh definitely something to be excited about and um you know giving we, we've always talked about creative freedom and how important it is to uh give creative freedom to directors especially movie directors in this time where you know everything seems to be so cookie cutter and uh you know and, and check sterile box. yeah checkbox exactly it was like oh we we have a female character that's not talking about a man checkbox uh it, you know it's again take note Lucasfilm because I know that if if we thought this was never going to happen right but we knew that there was a cut Um, I mean it's no secret that there's a a a cut of Rise of Skywalker that is not the cut we got in the movie theater because it was screened last november or something um uh, who knows you know uh disney it's uh it's their time now with uh with uh, disney plus and and them actually putting stuff out there so you know why not go ahead and do that but uh i think it's great um you know it speaks volumes of uh the uh the the the, the change of leadership that happened in Warner when, uh, uh, when the AT&T merger happened and, uh, you know, with, uh, with the stuff that's going on now, it's, uh, I'm, I'm sure that uh, more opportunities will come around for, for Snyder. So good stuff, man. I, I'm really excited for it. It's good news. It's yeah. nice to have good news like this. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, on uh, some weird news though, um, there's a, 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 I guess a mystery, Marvel project over at Sony, uh, which speculation is that it's going to be the Batam web movie that a few people talked about uh, a couple years ago. Um, I guess that this is probably the time to do it since they basically confirmed that uh, Spider-Man may or may not have a cameo in Venom 2. I mean, it's, it, it's probably the time to do it, right? Uh, so you need you need someone to bring all these universes together and then do uh, a live action into the Spider Verse with Tobey Maguire and uh, um, <laughs> uh, and Garfield Garfield, Garfield, Garfield. the forgettable one. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, I said that. <laughs> and Garfield, I'm sorry. You know what's funny is that uh, my dad um, a couple of weeks ago was like. He tells me it's like, oh man, I never watched the those new Spider-Man movies. They're pretty good. It's like, and I, and I'm thinking Homecoming, and I'm thinking Homecoming and Far From Home. It's like, oh yeah, that kid's pretty good, right? He's pretty funny. And then you know, uh, you know, Tony Stark showed up with giving him his suit. It's like, no, I I, I didn't see Iron Man on the, uh, on it. It's like it's the one they find the 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 scientist that turns into a lizard. It's like. 
Oh, those Spider-Man movies. <laughs> you forget. You're like, oh, I was like, you're right. It's like, yeah, the, the second one with the, you know, the Electro. And it's like, yeah, it looks pretty good. But, you know, it was sad that the <clears throat> that the girl died at the end. It's like, I, was like, yeah, I knew she was going to die. I kind of knew great. that. Yeah. It's because it's, she, he, you know, he has no clue what's going on, right? Might have been actually one of the greatest scenes. I hate to say it. Her death might have been one. It of was them. really well done. It was, yeah. it was really well done. Because it was uh, super like to the book. It was very gripping too. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was very faithful to the comic book. Uh, <laughs> but it was funny because like my dad was like, oh yeah. So like, you know, we don't watch the new, new Spider-Man movies. It's like, oh yeah. So that second one with the guy doing the, like the, like the illusions. I was like, no, it's like electricity. It was like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, oh, so man. It was really funny. I was like, I totally forgot Oh, that's so awesome! That's oh, awesome. Garfield, I'm sorry, Andrew Garfield. We we, we loved you. It's just Listen, that it's not really, the first they, time I've heard those stories. They they tried to snap him out of existence, and it's, they did a good job from. They did a PR good job at snapping him. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. But <laughs> but yeah, Madam Web, Joe. Yeah, Madam Web. So this is this is so Amy Pascal, dude. Like she and and I'm not trying to like sound like a hater or anything, but she's been pushing these different kind of stories for a while um, from the Andrew Garfield days, there was obviously the constant never ending stories of, of weird stuff that was trying to be written in Greenland. We're talking like um, Aunt May spy stories. And oh, that, was that, was, that was crazy. And, and uh, what's the other one we, we've got? Obviously the, the um, I keep wanting to say the suicide squad. Why am I trying to say that? The, uh, Sinister Six. Sinister Six. Yes, Sinister Six. <laughs> Not the Suicide Squad. Uh, Sinister Six, um, you know, pushing that movie for a while, which I do think that we'll see that full team on screen at some point to what, which movie or what, like, is it just a Sinister Six movie or, in an, or featuring in another movie? I don't know, but I think we'll see it. I think they've been pushing that one for a while just to see how it goes. They really want to see that live action, which is cool. Um, but uh, the Madam Web is another one of those ones that was on that list of weird. We just want to do this, and she's such a character that people don't really care about. But look, if you're doing Morbius, I, I'm I'm sure Madam Web movie will happen. Like if this has happened, it's probably it, it's probably gonna come out. Um, unless Morbius completely bombs, which I don't expect it to do well, considering what's happened in the world and the time yeah. when it's gonna come out, it's gonna get. <clears throat> It's going to get uh, sandwiched between some other films and it's going to take away from, from possible profits, not because of being good or not because of being bad, but maybe just circumstantial. But um, Madame Webb being a, a, a story that might miss, most people don't care about, but them trying to feature it as a, a, a female-led, very, that's, that's kind of the, the pitch it sounds like, is a female-led Spider-Man character film, which why don't you just do Spider-Gwen? Um, but anyways, like that, wouldn't that be a no-brainer, right? Uh, yeah. Um, but Madame Webb, apparently they're looking to get like top tier actress. We're talking like Charlie Theron or Amy Adams is supposedly like the kind of names that have come up in the discussions. Um, so they're really trying to take it serious. I mean, look, Tom Hardy was a great choice for Venom. So trying to go for a big name actor, actress um, could work in their favor um, to make it more um, there. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I personally um, don't care about this news so much because of the character it is, um, and it's yes, it's it might be in the Spider-Man universe, but if it's not a part of a connected storyline, like if they don't do something that sets it up for a connected storyline, you've lost my interest. There's a reason why yeah. we cared about the Ant Man's and the Guardians of the Galaxy films at the time before we even knew how good they good or, or weren't good they were going to be at that time. Um, it's just because we knew that hey, there's another chapter in the story. We gotta find out what happens next in this never-ending MCU storyline. So. I'm I'm hopeful that that's kind of what happens because Morbius seems to be that kind of a movie based off of just the trailers alone and some other news that has come about. Um, supposedly Morbius is really setting up that that Craven kind of storyline that's going to go on in the third movie where you know the Spider Man Spider Man being the murderer right like Spider Man's literally on the run and mm-hmm. uh, and and even She Hulk is supposed to show up supposedly now in this next uh, Spider Man thing which by the way is the same guy who reported on the the 
Snyder Cut like gonna be happening any day or whatever is also saying She Hulk is gonna be uh, showing up in this in this next Spider Man movie in early drafts right now. So um, that'd be pretty awesome to see a big green strong lady show up next to Spider Man. Be pretty awesome. But yeah, man, like if you don't if you don't connect it that way, if you don't get get some kind of hype like that, it could get uh, could get buried, it could get trapped. But uh, what do you think, man? Eh, yeah i mean it's one of those things that if it happens um it, it's probably gonna be for uh it's gonna be it's gonna be something that's gonna basically expand the the multiverse um it's a it's a necessary i, I don't want to say a necessary evil <laughs> because we don't, i mean for all we know the movie could be good right uh you know and and, and uh, I, I guess they have a you know pretty you know people working on it um so uh but it, it's a necessary movie if, if we're going to establish that that there is a, a spider-man shared universe uh, between marvel and uh sony properties i i think that it's it's got to be done it's got to be done right though um <clears throat> because you need to be able to uh not only continue the you know spider-man that we got now uh you need to be able to um treat past Spider-Man movies with respect and and that that would be very important um but you know what i mean we have very few details this was a mystery project up until a couple of days ago um so we'll see uh it's sounds interesting um not something that i would go out of my way to watch right um but it could be it could be the beginning of something bigger you know maybe they can bring uh, a secondary like spider-man character like scarlet spider it was like i'm not peter parker but i am spider-man so i'm here just doing you know helping this lady out right so maybe they can introduce someone like that um and uh and then have him going hijinks and her be the you know the 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 brains behind it all so yeah who knows um, we got a new casting for Mandojo. They keep adding people. Um, and uh, Timothy Oliphant is uh casting the Mandalorian. There's speculation of what character he's going to be playing. Uh, I'm excited because I like Tim, Tim Oliphant, <laughs> he's pretty good. He was pretty good as a, as a, a, a hitman, the first hitman movie. It's good. It's good. Um, I, I like him. I, I like the guy. He he's a pretty good actor and um, uh, very likable. So, uh, yeah, I guess he's playing Cobb Vanth. I'm not very familiar with Cobb Vanth, but I guess he's some sort of sheriff or law enforcement right person of uh one of the one of the uh, uh most over in Tatooine. But uh, yeah, Joe. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, Sheriff, uh, small character from canon character from the aftermath books. Uh, so, but what what really makes it the most interesting and why I think it's worth us talking about is we've been talking consistently about uh, the Boba Fett connection in, in the series and trying to put together, you know, having um, uh, Timur Morrison come back and play, um, you know, come back and play and play Boba Fett is what the rumors have been. But then you and I said, well, I think this guy's got to play Rex. And when you see this news come out, so slash film, these guys are in that, that group again of like, sometimes they're on, sometimes they're not. Yeah. They have a foot in the industry, but they're not like, you know, variety reporting it. Um, but anyways, but, the, but the, the, there's, 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 there's some validity to these guys. And I think this is something to, to talk about, but, uh, yeah, supposedly this guy is going to be, um, this, this character, he's going to be wearing uh bubble Fett's armor, uh, in, in the series. And, and the way we know that is because they're, they're saying, look, he wears based in the, in the books that he wears armor that is from a Sarlax, uh, that has a Sarlax, uh, um, damage to it. That the armor has to it, and that's where um, Tim Morrison, me, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right, he's not Boba Fett. Like yeah. this guy is not playing the reincarnation of him, and and he's probably <laughs> playing Rex. So yeah, yeah man, it, this is now starting to to back up our theory a lot more. 
Um, yep. And I think it, it brings more validity to it if this is the case. Um, Joel, did you, have you heard the rumors that are going around uh, that definitely caught a lot of steam this week about the Rise of Skywalker sequel series that they're working on? No, not that I no? recall reading. Okay. So allegedly, um, George Lucas and Dave Filoni, uh, basically the Clone Wars people, are working on a Rise of Skywalker um, sequel series, animated series uh, for Disney Plus. Uh, that's basically Ray trying to reestablish um, the uh, the Jedi Order with Anakin as a mentor, like Ghost Anakin as her mentor. So um that it's, it's a rumor that that's caught steam like uh it started like early this week and i was like oh i mean that sounds like may or may not but it just like every day something like dropped out there um and and apparently it's uh like there's now like strong rumors that mark hamill's gonna be involved somehow and uh you know basically they're uh they're going to retcon a lot of stuff again from from uh, uh, Russ Skywalker, you know, like basically like further proving that, that, uh, you know, basically like pop that, like the thing of this, like the, the, uh, I guess like the, the crux of the series is that Palpatine's ghost is force ghost is still around looking to, you know, come back because he's so powerful. Uh, and basically the, it will, it will lead up to like a one final confrontation between him and Anakin in a physical form. It's it's super weird, but um, but I like it. Like it's very interesting rumors. Um, it's you know, we'll see. Uh, it's 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 out there. It's, you know, yeah. See, and that and that's one of those. The hearing that that's one of those things that I could actually see at least being discussed at, at the minimum, at least at the Disney side, because all the stuff that we keep hearing about Kathleen's uh, run at, at, at Disney is like, she wants to focus on the new, not the old. She keeps wanting to pushing like new, 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 new. And, you know, Clone Wars does go back to the old. It does, you know, like that they brought, bringing back that season seven was a really huge deal and a great fan service. And I was, I'm very happy for it, but um, I don't think they'd want to go backwards any more than that, unless it was like, going backwards for new purposes, like old Republic kind of thing, right? Not seen before in that way. Right. Yeah. But, um, but not referencing what's happened in the, uh, the original trilogy or even the prequels. I don't think they, they've really separate themselves. So hearing you say that makes more sense because it would be like continuing Ray's story. And I think that's kind of like the trajectory they're on is keep going forward, keep going forward. And you said before, like making a, you know, or even just a, a Ray trilogy uh, is something that, you know, people I think should be uh, prepared for them to, to, to do because it would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, going back to, uh, to Rex, um, you know, again, there's, I get there, the rumors are, are still there that, that, you know, there there is going to be some sort of setup for uh for an Ahsoka Rex series. Um, or... Oh, that's what I want to talk about. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Okay, so have you seen this thing about um the lady that was that's working on uh that that's coming in for an undisclosed that was announced uh the Russian Dolls uh creator she came oh in. Headland. Yes, Headland. Um, yeah. That's a that people that are strong inclinations that the series he's working on is actually indeed the Ahsoka Tano series. There's strong, strong. I mean, like again, places that that make sense. And yep. see, that's where like my argument was where I said like the announcement of it like may not be what it originally was. Like it may not be what it seems. Yeah, it may have yeah. changed or evolved. I could see that being the case now where they're like, look, now you're going to be involved in this. She may not be as involved as she would have been on maybe an original thing that she was trying to create. Um, but she'll be maybe part one of the creatives um, for this. And, and I won't be surprised if Filoni is involved as well, more, more significantly should that be the case. But, but yeah, man, supposedly that's, she's got the Ahsoka series. And, and that's a possibility. And that's, you know, that is definitely a possibility. Um, you know, who knows where this is going. Um, 
the uh, the Taiko TD stuff. Uh, I, I still have no clue what's what's going to be uh, the, what that's going to be about. Um, that's going to be that one's going to be interesting because I yeah I would love to see him do something original and different and new, right? Um, but when when on the timeline? That's uh that's that's the big thing. Uh, he he has a, a a knack of of like going for like like the big you know destruction thing and then uh, and then giving you hope. Um, it, I mean, I want to say that that he's gonna like remake the original trilogy, but um, but it, it could be something in between, right? I can see him do something very risky. Um, I can see him do something like Shadows of the Empire. Uh, you know, basically takes him place in between uh, Empire and Return of Jedi, and you know, basically recast Luke and Leia, and which is what they should have done. They should have, uh, uh, you know, basically recast Luke Sebastian and Leia. Stan. Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan. Yeah. As, as yeah, dude, seriously. Um, and and uh, you know, and do something like risky, like that. Is like, like he would be the guy that he that that he can announce it right. It's like, oh, this is what I'm working on, and fans are gonna be like, yeah, let's do it. Because I mean, obviously, you know, Carrie Fisher is not gonna be involved. Um, Mark Hamill says he's like retired from Star Wars, like. like <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't want to. I mean, obviously. No, right? no, you're not wrong. It, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't want. I don't. I don't want to say. I, I don't want to. I don't want to sound like a, a total jerk. But you know, I, I mean, obviously, right? Um, so fans cannot expect Carrie Fisher to be back on this one. And you know, I'm not gonna watch it because it's not Carrie Fisher. Well, guess what? You're. <laughs> Unless a Lazarus situation happens, it ain't happening, guys. So yeah, exactly. So um, I would say I would say if he would be the one to do something risky like that, um, and have you know, uh, Vader fight Prince Cheese or at the end of the movie have Vader v the an- the antihero. So because there's this very evil guy that's trying to actually take very Vader's place. That's actually both evil and powerful and have vader be kind of like the anti-heroes like oh you know I, that would be pretty freaking cool dude if you ask me but, but then you were all excited about like shadows of the empire and then we find out it's a babu frick movie <laughs> <laughs> it's babu frick origin story i would still watch it <laughs> same <laughs> it's star wars man it's star wars yeah it's like he could do a movie on the cantina band on uh you know <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man on uh fergin what, what is it called ferding fergin something and the and the starlighters or whatever it's called because yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, he would i feel like he's the kind of person that like like to your point like he wants to go back to something that's very beloved and cherished but he also likes to bring in a new sense of like lightness to and levity to it even even in dark stuff that's like some serious things happening yeah um it's like your mind would instantly think like who's one of those light-hearted characters out there i don't know that's the right way to think about it maybe it's i I don't know think about it shadows of the empire has luke and leia it has boba fett it has chewy it has lando it has darth vader and the emperor it has everyone dude that is the perfect movie. Like if like 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 if if there's something that should be made canon from the legend stuff, should be Shadows of the Empire because it was so good. And you don't have to worry about the solo actor being in it because he's in Carbonite. He's in Carbonite, yeah. So, <laughs> so you don't Carbonite. have to worry about this guy. You yeah, you don't have to worry about this kid. Um, you know, recast Luke and Leia, Boba Fett, Tim Morrison can do the voice. The, the VO for for Boba Fett, uh, I, I don't know if uh, James Earl Jones is is still willing to do Vader. I mean, he's getting up there. He's like what eighty eight or I something. Know. Bring the the whole setup to his home 
yeah. oh, something, man. You get can bring the, the bring microphone the... to him in his bed. Like you gotta get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can do the the guy that did uh, Vader in uh, um, in uh, Fallen Order. Like he was yeah. pretty. He was pretty on point. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure. In <laughs> in McDermott could just do the emperor again because he oh, yeah. he's, he's he's like he's palpy forever, dude. Oh yeah. Um, you know, uh, I, I, yeah, that's the movie to make. Like have, you know, Vader has to, had this, you know, badass confrontation at the end of the movie while, you know, Luke and Leia are trying to save, uh, you know, Han again from Boba Fett or, or trying to, or, or plot, uh, their stuff, have Luke make his lightsaber like like actually have we that in the movie. Constructed. Like yeah. we see him making his lightsaber. So, uh, would make Return of the Jedi even more boosted. Exactly. Yeah, I would say I would say have this movie be the Clone Wars to Return of the Jedi. There you go. All right. So uh, I'm, I'm getting too excited out here, Joel. <laughs> hey, look, look, we're, we're sweaties, man. Tiger, give me a call. And last last video news that news that I have here is a is a weird one. But there was uh, a footage that the that just surfaced of uh, of a build of uh, a Gears of War three running on PS three, like there was actually a build yeah. of the game back in twenty eleven running on PS three. Um, the it, it's it's rough, like because it's a you know it's it, it's a it's a build, so it's not it's not the whole thing right um but it, it runs pretty good like it it runs at like 25 frames a second it's like which is like late ps3 stuff right um, for you time. know yeah other than um other than than um what platinum was doing other than like metal gear rising and all this stuff that that's running at 60 uh the late ps3 stuff is like 25 frames a second it's crazy absolutely um so um, even the last of I think the last of us is like like 24 frames a second. It's like yeah. cinematic or whatever. Or yeah, cinematic because you can't hit that frame rate, man. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, there goes the comment section. So, no, hey, it's you know what? I, we're PlayStation guys, but you, we gotta speak the truth. And, and yeah, it's like it's, it's no slight <laughs> on it, but it's just how it was yeah. at the time. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it, it's very interesting. Very interesting, Joe, that Epic Games was actually working on this uh, build of the game. Uh, now, this happened before the game was released because when uh, after the release of Gears of War 3, Microsoft acquired uh, the, the IP from Epic Games. Um, and then, and then you know, uh, the, the coalition basically became their, their in-house studio for the series. But, uh, yeah, it, it, very interesting. Uh, I don't know where... It, it would have been inter- interesting to see back and like like could you imagine this thing dropping back in in the PS3 360 era oh, and that would have been pe- that would have been crazy wars. dude yeah that was that, that's a that's like a console wars sort of like thing there yeah there's there's uh-huh. so my question for you is uh is are should we read into this at all like, is there, is it just a leak for the sake of it just so happened that it just leaked and hey, this is what came out now? Or is there more to why this leaked now and it hasn't been taken down and it's just sitting there? Yeah. Like, Some, someone at Epic Games found the, found the build and the build and just put it out there. Cause it's like Epic doesn't own the IP anymore. Um, and, and the, the build came from Epic Games. So, uh, you know, there's no way like this is gonna show up. Like, like, like fanboys, like, like there's no way the Gears of War is gonna be on 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 PS4 or PS5. Because oh, but you can't wait for that on PS5. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now, like, I'm playing it because it's free, so I'm good. <laughs> um. I mean, I'm having a good time. Again, I'm having a good time with 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 the with the first game. Um, I don't know how how different the other games are mechanically from this one, but it's um it's 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 a video game through and through where it's like the the video game is the part that matters, um, and and you know the 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 surrounding stuff is just 
there for show is not not really great so um yeah but it's very interesting to see man it's uh it's one of those unexpected uh you know late leaks or super late leaks because this could have leaked nine years ago and um you know that just now we're finding out about it so um yeah interesting stuff um i don't have anything else i just did a i did a quick a quick news scrub just now just in case we're not missing anything or have breaking news um but we are good to go joe when stuff like that happens it's like watch tomorrow something's gonna happen it's gonna be like breaking news the the the, uh june event for playstation's been announced and this is what to expect so they they did say that they are going to uh, reveal the launch lineup soon yes uh soon meaning soon to me means within the next four weeks so we'll see yeah I look forward to it. We'll see. Guys, with that being said, thank you so much again for taking time out of your day to watch and listen to us here on No Load Time. We want to encourage you to stay subscribed to this. So go ahead, subscribe to the podcast. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, also video version on YouTube where you can see me wearing my Justice League swag. Also, you can go ahead and follow us on social media at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Go ahead and send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Questions, comments, feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Stay safe, guys. Stay well, and we'll see you on our next episode. Thank you, guys. We'll see you again next time.